Happy holidays! I want to wish everyone a warm holiday welcome to Quick Health Concepts. I'm your host, Dr. Leslie Quick, and today we're going to discuss stress, anxiety, and your health. And I feel like this time of year is a really good time to be discussing it. Not that any other time is not a good time, but I feel this time especially, even though the holiday season is supposed to be a nice, joyous, wonderful season, it's also fraught with stress. So um, so I think it's a really applicable uh, session today. So I like how I say session. So I want to <laughs> welcome today, um, and I'm really excited because I have my first guest. I have with me Janine Vindici. Welcome, Janine. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to have you. Um, <laughs> and Janine is an expert on the topic of stress and anxiety. So I felt that she was a necessary addition to this in order for me to discuss this. Um, nobody better to do it. So thank you, Janine. Thank you for having me. Janine is a licensed independent clinical social worker. Uh, she has a practice of Vendici Counseling located at 2500 Main Street in Tewksbury, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. And she is also a level two Reiki practitioner mm-hmm. and a certified meditation instructor. Yes. So lots of expertise in this area. So thanks again. Um, tell me a little bit first about your practice and you and what sure. you do. Sure. Um, I've been in the field of mental health for about 20 years. Um, the practice that I have in Tewksbury has been, this may will be eight years. Um, so before getting into private practice, I worked in schools, psychiatric hospitals, mental health centers, um, got a lot of experience doing that, and then went off to do private practice um, to do things on my own. So you know, 20 plus years experience kind of working with kids and families, teenagers, um, you know, anything from anxiety, ADD, depression, um, stress, a lot of stress, um, grief, um, a lot of different, you know, cover a lot of different areas in my practice. Okay, so it's general. How long have you been in Tewksbury? How long have you had Vendici Counseling? So Vendici Counseling has been almost eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Okay. So let me, it's funny because we were discussing kind of the, you know, the questions and stuff. And, and that first question I said, oh my God, that was the first thing that popped into my head mm-hmm. because, you know, you, people, you sit in there saying, what are the differences? So first question is, what is the difference between stress versus anxiety? Okay. Very good question. Um, so stress is something I think we can all relate to every day. There's different stressors that we all experience, anything from being in traffic to um, being late for a presentation or anything like that. Um, and stress is basically, it's um, it's short term. You know, it's in response to a situation that we're uncomfortable with. And anxiety is how we respond to the stress. So anxiety is more of an internal like origin, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. it comes from um, our own experiences. So if we're stuck in traffic and we're stressed out, if we have anxiety on top of that, then all of the worries and excessive worries are going to come into play. What if I'm late? What if my boss is going to fire me? What if, what if, what if? And when it's just stress, the when the stress ends, the anxiety will end. But if you have chronic anxiety, the worry and um, all of the, you know, the things that go along with that don't go away when the stressor goes away, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's funny because, you know, as a, as a chiropractor, mm-hmm. I deal a lot with the, obviously, the organic issues and, mm-hmm. and, you know, stress. I mean, I have a lot of people this time of year um, where, 
you know, the stress, how it affects the adrenal glands. And then, mm-hmm. you know, so there's that whole physiological mm-hmm. component as well. There which, absolutely is. So it not only affects the mental health, but the physical health. Right. No, it, and it absolutely goes hand in hand. And I think, you know, some people are just predisposed to anxiety. Um, you know, it can be environmental, kind of what you grew up with. It can be genetic, you know, if, if anxiety runs in your family. Um, it can be your personality traits. It can be even life events, you know, early on that may have caused anxiety. So it's different for everybody. So stress doesn't have to equal an anxiety disorder. And for a lot of people, it doesn't. But I think it's how we handle it um, and, you know, our um, predisposition to it. Okay. What, what are the symptoms of each? So the symptoms are actually... Um, the same. Um, and so with stress and anxiety, I mean, there's um, the emotional component, which anxiety, fear, irritability, um, anger, resentment, loss of confidence um, on a kind of a cognitive level, um, difficulty making decisions, confusion, repeating thoughts, forgetfulness is a big one. Um, and the physical symptoms um are dry mouth. You can have you can be you know sweatiness, um, heart pounding and racing, chest tightness, difficulty breathing, muscle tension, dizziness. There's there's so many there's you know so many different symptoms <clears throat> that can manifest. The biggest difference is that with um, anxiety, these symptoms will usually come on very quickly um, in response to that stress. So if you have the stressor that's going to trigger you, all of these things kind of just just happen in your body. So, um, and I think on a general level, when people are just experience, you know, some stress here and there, they might have, you know, a momentary lapse of forgetfulness, or they might feel a little bit nervous, but it goes away. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, you know, um, another big thing on a behavioral level is, you know, poor sleeping, nervous habits, you know, with like you're eating too much, or too little nail biting, um, drinking more coffee or alcohol than usual. Um, so there's different behaviors and coping skills that people sometimes use. As you're saying that, I'm yeah. going, check, yeah. check, check, <laughs> right. check, <Yeah>. wine, <laughs> check. It, it, it affects, yeah. Yeah, and, and sometimes, you know, our coping is we go to things that are comfortable and we, you know, um, you know, as long as it's, I guess, in moderation, you know, but... Well, and there's so many different, you know, different stress levels, obviously, depending on so much. I mean, you're, you know, what, you know, one of the things I try to do, so last week is a perfect example Mm -hmm. of this. And this is, and I, whenever I stress, I try to say, you know, okay, you know, first world problem to have. I Mm -hmm. shouldn't be stressed. And, and, Mm -hmm. but I think that makes me more stressed. Right. Because I'll sit there and say, okay, you know, I should be able to do this. I should be able to handle this. The shoulds will kill you. Yeah. The shoulds (laughs) will absolutely kill you. And the shoulds, and that's something I talk about a lot um, with my clients. It's, you know, I shouldn't be stressed or I should, you know, pay more attention to this. And it's like, Okay, well, that's just going to stress you out more, you know, like they should. So it's like, I am stressed. What can I do about it? What can I do about it? Not that I should, because then you're you're creating like a resistance, like I should be, but you're not. And that just elevates it even more. So I am stressed. I am freaking out right now. So what can I do to kind of um, dial it back and and try to relax a little bit about it? Well, yeah, it's it's interesting, too, that you say that because, you know, in in you know, because my practice obviously is the physical aspect of that. And when I have people, one of the things I'll tell them is because obviously when they're stressed, it comes out in muscle tension, like you just mentioned. And Mm -hmm. I can can always tell, I'll say, what's up? What's going on? Are you under a lot of stress? And 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 I'll give you an example. I have a story of a a woman who one time um, she was feeling great. And then she, uh, she 
we, should, we could not figure out what was wrong with her. And I said, you know what, I'm going to have to send you out because we, we just can't seem to help you. Mm-hmm. She broke up with somebody she'd been together with for years, years mm-hmm. and years and years. The next day, no pain. Wow. You know wow. what I mean? Yeah. So it, yeah. it can really have that amazing effect or detrimental mm-hmm. effect depending on. But one of the things I always tell people is, is you know, you know, I'll just say control what you can. Yes. Something yep. out of That's your control. That's actually on my list to talk about. Exactly. Control what you can. And looking at what you what you can actually control. And then I think that's hard for people because I think we want to control everything and we want to have control over everything. But um, at the end of the day, we really don't have control over a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, controlling, you know, what we eat, if we exercise, how we're taking care of ourselves, those are the things we can control. And just learning some coping skills. Because I think, I mean, the mind-body connection is just fascinating to me. I've always been fascinated by that. But like you said, people come in with the muscle aches or tension. And um, a lot of people aren't aware of that. They're not aware that the stress, no it's, they have no idea. And it's like I have, I'm having headaches, I'm, you know, stomach issues, GI issues, and a lot of kids and adults too, but they'll come in with stomach um, complaints, stomach aches, you know, acid reflux. And, you know, I always say go get checked, you know, by your primary care or medical professional just to rule anything out. And usually, not all the time, usually it's nothing medical and it's, it's stress. And it's the acid that, you know, the body produces, and it's the constant kind of adrenaline rush and um, the fight or flight, you know. That's what, another thing I was going to yeah. talk about with that, with anxiety. Um, but a lot of times, you know, it's it's stress-related. Um, and it's, the good news is that it's not medical a lot of the times. So they, but, you know, then it's, then it's teaching people how to, how to manage the stress so it doesn't come out in all those ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might you might have answered some of these already, but how does the stress? Are there other ways? How does stress and anxiety affect your body? Obviously, I mentioned some of the physical ways, but sure, mentally. <clears throat> so you know, when we get stressed, um, our brains re- release a, you know stress hormones, um, and you know the immune system gets compromised. So if you're in a constant state of stress, a lot of times people have colds. They have chronic colds. They can't seem to shake it. They're always they're under the weather. They're not feeling well. Um, and a lot of times that's related directly to the stress on the body and the body's not able, the immune system just isn't able to fight things off because it's suppressed. Um, and when you're, you know, when you're in that state and your, you know, nervous system is, it's like activated, you know, your sympathetic nervous system is activated, probably know all mm-hmm. about that. Um, the idea with de-stressing and the things that we're going to talk about are going to activate your parasympathetic nervous system which is going to feel much better and much calming on your body because the constant adrenaline rush and everything that people feel, you're, you're always bracing yourself. You're, you're always bracing yourself. You, you feel, you know, what's going to happen next. And your body's never at a state of relaxation or it's not at a state of, you know, peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And that's, that's an important part, like you were saying. I mean, it's, it's the... You know, as you're talking about the the, the mental, the mind body connection, right? Mm-hmm. So the, that mental piece, and then how it how it presents physically. Mm-hmm. You were saying the dry mouth, and and um, you know, it, by the way, have you ever heard licorice root is a great adrenal I tonic? Heard that I mm-hmm. have heard that great yep. adrenal, not not. Not Twizzlers. Not Twizzlers. I wish it was Twizzlers. I love Twizzlers. I know. Wouldn't that be lovely? Right. <laughs> Just have be a few Twizzlers and your adrenals will yeah. be cured. Yep. No, no such luck. No. <laughs> I know. Real old-fashioned black licorice is really good adrenal tonic. Um, mm-hmm. But those are really interesting things that, you know— that people don't realize are they just oh it must be the time of year no it could be something else it could so. be something else absolutely so what are some ideas people can use to help decrease stress and manage the anxiety Gosh. yep so it's great great <laughs> You're question like, long 
list for that. Right, long list for that. So the first thing that we already talked about is what can you do? And you really need to look at, is this something I can control or not? And if it is, then you take the steps that you need to take or are going to take to kind of to uh, manage that. But if it's not, if it's things that you can't control and your, your worry is, you know, excessive and it's really getting out of control, um, breathing, conscious breathing, it's, I know people get tired of me talking about this, but conscious breathing, um, I do a lot kind of with my clients about meditation and meditation doesn't have to be fancy. It could be closing your eyes and doing, you know, 10, deep breaths, you know, it deep, you know, inhale and exhale um, for a minute, and that's meditation. So it can be as simple as that. Um, when you find yourself and your mind's starting to wander and you're starting to get kind of feel like you're getting crazy, just stopping and focusing on the breathing. And you can do that when you're driving. You can do that when you're at work. You can do that when you're at school. You can do it. Nobody knows that you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, another fun fact is, you know, we take, I don't know, it's somewhere around, and don't quote me, but somewhere around 26,000 breaths a day. So... And we do that unconsciously, which is breathing, because our bodies are fast. It's fascinating how we can do that. Um, But if we were able to kind of hone in and do more conscious breathing, then that helps relax our nervous system. So, you know, it's almost like when you start to take that deep breath, it sends a message to your brain. It actually sends like a little, call it like a little ping to your brain that, oh, the person, you know, I'm I'm getting relaxed. And it it works. Um, I think you got to give your mind a task, you know, because the anxiety will just, it'll hijack and the worry will hijack you and take you on like a wild goose chase. So it's really giving your mind something to do. And if you're focusing on your breath, you really can't think about anything else, which okay. is good. Um, you're going to ask something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm sorry if I'm trying to, if I get ahead of you. Um, so I, I know, and, and thank goodness that the schools are trying to do more and mm-hmm. more to help the kids because I'm, I'm assuming that you're seeing more and more. More and I more. Mean, I, and I more know more. firsthand yep. that you're seeing more and more kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More and more kids with stress. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It comes out and physically, physically as well. But, mm-hmm. um, What's the difference between like, you know, because I've always known about meditation, but now it's talking about mindfulness. Mm -hmm. Can you, what's the difference Difference. between the two of those? Another very good question. So mindfulness um, and meditation are very, they're very similar and they're just two different ways of explaining kind of two different things. Meditation is um, basically just going within um, and just staying, staying in the moment. Um, And it could be, you know, looking at the trees and counting the leaves on the trees, but it's staying in the present moment. Mindfulness is pretty much the same thing. It's an activity. And but you can be mindful, you know, while you're doing the dishes. You can, you know, a lot of times we'll be doing a task and we'll be thinking, okay, I got to do this, got to vacuum, got to throw the laundry, blah blah. And you know, you can be mindful while you're doing the dishes, and you feel the water, and you smell the soap, and you can really do things in your life mindfully. Meditation. Um, you think of more, you know, you can look out at the trees and look at nature and take a walk maybe, and that's meditative. But meditation, I think, is kind of stopping and just kind of going within and, and doing some breathing and trying to um, – you don't get rid of the thoughts because the thoughts will never – the thoughts are always going to be there. The goal of meditation is really just how to incorporate your thoughts um, into, you know, you acknowledge them and then you let them go. Um and I look at meditation also more as um, not so much what you're doing in that moment, but like later on. So if you've done five minutes of meditation in the morning, your day is going to be a little bit less stressful because you've kind of started to train your mind. It's like a muscle training your mind to not get caught up in the thoughts because the thoughts come and then we get stuck on the thought. And then it's it goes, you know, how our minds work. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know if that answered it, but they're, they're, they are similar, but I think meditation. But don't touch, like, just different application to different, the same type thing. Right. So I'll, I'll give you, might use myself as an example because 
I have a tendency, you know, I don't understand how husbands can just <laughs> go to sleep and zoom my husband. Within 10 seconds, he's mm-hmm. snoring mm-hmm. away. And I'm saying, well, yeah. the hell the hell do you do that? You know, <laughs> so I remember, believe it or not, I learned this in high school with one of my classes. And I've used it ever since to help me sleep. And mm-hmm. it's it's a version of meditation. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I just kind of close my eyes and mm-hmm. I think about my, I guess, it all, I'm wondering if maybe it's, as you talk about this, is maybe it's a little of both because mm-hmm. I become, you know, Part of the, what you're supposed to do is you close your eyes and you become mindful of each and every piece of your body mm-hmm. and think about relaxing it. Yep. And then never without fail, almost without fail, I will be asleep before I even get to my, you know, before I get to my yep. shoulders. That's great. It is yeah. great because otherwise I'm thinking about, you know, my husband right. starts laughing at me or, well, I say laughing, but he's <laughs> probably really ticked off. But, you know, because all of a sudden I'll be I'll be laying there. I'll go, wait a minute. What about this or tomorrow? And, and what right. about that? And he'll say, will you just. Right. He wants you to shut the mind off. Right. Just go to sleep. (laughs) Just go to sleep. Why can't we women do that? Right. Well, and I I think because we I think a lot of times we feel responsible for everything. And, you know, um, and some dads, too. It's not always the women. But, you know, we just have this responsibility. And usually when you, you know, lay your head down at night, that's when everything wants. It's like rapid fire because now you're quiet and you're calm and you're done with work for the day. And it's like, oh, what haven't I thought about today? And then the thoughts just rushing in. So what you just described, like um, progressive muscle relaxation, that's the fancy name. It's just okay. going from head to toe and you kind of tighten the areas of your body from your head to toe and you maybe hold it for three to five seconds and then you release it and you go through every part of your body. And usually by the end of it, your body is more relaxed because you've tensed it and then you've released it. So Yeah, definitely. Um, it definitely helps me tremendously because otherwise it mm-hmm. could take me an hour at least. Mm-hmm. And that's a great, that's asleep. a great coping. You know, some people might take sleep medicine. Some people might take um, you know, some of the people that I see take melatonin at night to help them mm-hmm. um, and there's different natural remedies. But those, um, the kind of natural homeopathic remedies um, usually don't disappoint, you know, mm-hmm. just takes a little bit of work. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, a little bit, a you, little bit, you know. You find that you say that because literally I just, I have to, okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll suddenly start going off and I'm like, okay, concentrate right. again, you know. Well, and it is, it's, I, you know, we think of physical fitness and you get your muscles stronger and it's the same thing with your, with your brain and just getting that to a point or just trying to build that strength to, to, you know, focus and um, just, what's the word I'm looking for? can think of the word, but not let it take over. So that takes mm-hmm. work and practice every day. So it's noticing, it's being aware, because um, you're asking what, what to do. So we just talked, what you just talked about, like scanning your body, and you can notice where your tension is. So maybe not at night, but during the day, you can kind of like you're driving and you're stressed and you're clenching the wheel and your shoulders are up by your ears. If you can notice it, then you just, you relax. You relax your shoulders, you kind of roll your neck back and forth and, you know, take a few deep breaths. Because a lot of times we're just, we're holding, we're just, we're clenching our fists or we're our teeth. Sometimes we grind our teeth and um, our tongue is at the roof of our mouth. And if you can just notice in your body where it feels tense and stressful, then, you know, if you can begin to start to relax that, you know, things kind of flow a little bit smoother. Okay. Um, so I gave, so I kind of obviously, I'm assuming gave kind of one idea, but what are some other ideas people can use to help decrease stress sure. and manage their anxiety, especially this time of year? This time of year, oh my gosh, I know this time of year is so stressful for people. and Which is crazy um, because it it's, you know, it, it, it it's sad because, it, you know, it's supposed to be, it takes away from the whole meaning of the holiday right. season and it's supposed to be joyous. It's supposed to be joyous. Trying to be joyous can be so stressful, right? Right. Well, and then there's the expectations <laughs> that we put on ourselves. So that that's one of the biggest things is um, saying no to things that you 
just saying no to things that are too much for you. So you have, all, you know, you have your family or, you, you know, you have your job and you have all these people asking for different things of you. Can't always say no. You can't always, you know, not feed your kids or not drive your kids to soccer or whatever. But extra things like, oh, you know, can you, you know, do do this for me? And there's goodwill and there's all those things and we want to help people. But sometimes we really just have to say no to things that are going to stress us out and not try to people please so much. Because that's another thing I see a lot is, you know, people come in and they have a lot of stress, a lot of obligations. And the realistic, it's not that they're making it up, but it's that, you know, if you're taking on too much um, because you feel guilty. A lot of people feel guilty. I'll feel guilty if I don't do that. Guilty. And it's like you don't need to feel guilty. Like guilt is like oh, you did something intentionally to hurt somebody. That's what I always say, you know. But there's no need if you're just saying no and kind of creating a boundary like I can't do that right now. I'm really sorry you're going to be less resentful and you're going to be less stressed. So just saying no to things that you don't, that you don't need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else? Uh, caffeine intake, obviously. I love my coffee. Um, you know, but, you know, just managing that, you know, just not having caffeine late at night. Diet is huge. I know you do a ton on nutrition, mm-hmm. which is great because it's so important. It's so important, like what we put into our bodies and how that's going to affect us. Food um, is your medicine. Food is your medicine. Um, and and that's another thing I think people might just might not know or might not what they're putting in is maybe causing those symptoms of, you know, uh, anxiety or ADD or whatever it is. Yep. It may be. Not always, but you got to look at but all that. it may that. be a piece of the puzzle. It could right. be a piece of the puzzle. Um so, so exercise, 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 exercise. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I always notice a big difference in so many areas of my life when I exercise. And it doesn't, and one of the things I try to tell people is you don't need to be, you don't need to, you know, people will say, I have to go, if I'm doing exercise, it has to be this. No, just, you know, getting out there and doing a little bit of small bits of cardio. Just get out, do a brisk walk if you can't do definitely. anything else. Mm-hmm. Yoga, of course, those are wonderful, all wonderful things. But I, I notice a huge difference mm-hmm. in my life just from doing Same. a little exercise. I just feel, I don't feel as stressed. I mm-hmm. feel I'm a better mom just because sure. I'm just not as stressed out when my kids do the things that they, they do. Yeah. I love right. so much, but you know, and right. and so it's... Um, and your family notices, like my family will notice like, oh, you went for your workout this morning. Oh, you must not have had your workout. Like it's like this <laughs> night and yeah. day. It's like they know. So, um, it, you know, it sounds so simple, like, oh, just get on exercise. And it really is. But I think we make it more complicated, like, oh, I don't have money to join the gym. Mm, I, I don't have anybody to go with. Or, you know, we can make up excuses why we don't, you know. Oh, yeah. I've been um, there. Or, and if you have legitimate depression, that's a whole other issue where you might right. not be motivated, but we're not talking about that today. But in general, just, um, you know, like you said, brisk walk, doing, you know, a 15-minute video or 20-minute video in your house or get free stuff now on YouTube. And, you know, there's all sorts of different ways to... And you mentioned yoga. Yoga is – I'm a huge fan of yoga. So um, – and again, people say, I'm not flexible. I can't do that. I'm not flexible. You don't have to be flexible. No, it's, you, don't. It, you really don't. I'm, I'm not flexible and I'm not coordinated. I'm like the least <laughs> coordinated person I know. So it's like just going to go and stretch and you – like, if I can do it, anybody <laughs> if I can. can. Do it, no, it's really true. Um but it's what we tell ourselves, you know. We tell ourselves all sorts of stories, like I can't, oh, I'm, I won't be able to do that, or oh, the people at the gym are going to stare at me if I if I go, and and those are all real things. I remember feeling mm-hmm. like that, you know, years ago. Oh, people are going to look at me at the gym, and oh, you know, nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Um, so yeah, exercise, uh, caffeine intake, saying no, you know, um, the mindfulness, staying in the present moment. Um, and the present moment again sounds so simple. 
it's training. You got to train, train your mind because we're always ahead or we're always looking, you know, what you maybe didn't do. You have your list of, you know, 15 things you wanted to get done. You got two done. And it's not, it's like, okay, we focus on what we didn't get done, not what we did get done. So kind of making peace with the day, you know, just saying, okay, that's done. You know, did what I could and not kind of looking back so much and trying not to look ahead so much, you know, because all we really have, it's like right now, the moment, and that's it. We can plan, you know, you can have your, I need, you have a planner and you have your things organized, but um, that helps you stay organized and less stressed. But, you know, the stress comes from thinking, well, what if, or I'm going to fail that test, or I'm going to not do well at that job interview, or, um, you know, what are people going to think if, you know, if I do this? And does, so just kind of staying in the moment. Music is great. Love music. You know, any kind of music that's soothing to you. Some people don't like soothing music. It makes them angry. So um, I don't know if you've heard that, but I've heard people say, like... <laughs> Most people, it's funny because you probably, you might, I, I'm not sure, I, at my office, we try to have nice, relaxing music. Mm-hmm. And I did, I'll never forget this. I had one woman one time, she was, uh, she was older too. And she's like, this, I just don't like this music. It's just, and I was, mm-hmm. I, I was stunned. Because mm-hmm. most people come in like, oh, this music is so relaxing. And this, and this older woman said, I just, oh no, I don't like this. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You know. Did you shut that. it off? No. Okay. I mean, you're, you're, no, I mean, because, yeah. you know, we have it going through the right, other the whole, rooms, okay. too. Yeah. So, so you, couldn't, you know, but in that yeah. room, I kind of, you can control the speaker, so right. I just put it down a little bit for right. me. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Right, right. <laughs> but it's amazing to me, you know, and, but everybody Everybody's different. different drum. Everybody does. And, and, I mean, I think I agree that most people probably do like that. And, you know, I'll have music sometimes, um, you know, in my office as well, or doing a Reiki session or doing meditation or whatever. And most people like it, but then some people are like, oh, it's making me crazy. It's making me like, it's too relaxing. It's like, okay, then don't listen to it. We won't do that. So not for everybody, but for most people, finding something I that's, I know I do too. It's, it's, it's very soothing. It can be very healing. Um, journaling is another thing you can do. You know, you can write down what your triggers are. You can, you know, write down when you get most stressed. Um, and to keep kind of track of it, because usually there's a pattern, you know, mm-hmm. I get stressed around, you know, this time of year, I get stressed around a particular, um, you know, anniversary date that might be difficult, or I get, or, you know, just kind of uh, recording and writing down when you're, you know, when you're stressed, when you're anxious, and what the situation is, and then you can kind of look at it and say, oh, okay, and then you can work with that. You know, one of the triggers, and and just probably last bit, but one of the triggers that I noticed, and I don't want to say necessarily for me, but I did had to stop doing as often. And I, and I don't think I did it very often originally, but I do it sometimes for work is social media mm-hmm. because, you know, from my office and stuff, I'll do social some mm-hmm. social media stuff. And I was finding that I was looking at things and, and I would be like, well, oh, why isn't our family doing that? Why mm-hmm. are we getting out today and doing mm-hmm. the hike like everybody else right. is? Why aren't we doing this? And, right. and so mm-hmm. that was one piece that I ended up having to take away good for you a big yeah. piece because I said it was mm-hmm. it was it, it's very easy to stress you out because I'd be sitting there going I'm so busy working why can't I why why right. can't I find why can't the I time? take to my kids or my family to do this fun activity or, yeah, or whatever like, it is look or, at them look what they're doing that mm-hmm. we're not doing you know right. and, and so I think that's a big piece it's of it it's a very too. big piece of it and social media is oh, like oh my goodness yeah it's a whole other um, whole other subject but it is it's um, you know, like I always, there's a quote, you know, I love quotes, but like comparison is a thief of joy. And I think it was, I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt that said that, but it's true. It's literally like, it's, it steals you of your joy. You compare what everybody else is doing and social media is like the perfect platform for that to happen because, and then what we're seeing is not always what is 
accurate. So then right. we might even be comparing to something that's not even what we think it is. And exactly. um, for kids and teenagers, it's really hard for them now because that's their, you know. That's their norm. That's their norm now. Um, and so, you know, you'll I'll be meeting with somebody and they'll say, well, it makes me so upset when I look at, um, you know, you know, such and such or did this and didn't include me. And don't look at it, you know. I say, don't look at it. Just, Turn it off. you know, and it's like, well, you know, I don't think I can do that. And it's like, well, you know, if you want to be happier and calmer, don't look at it. If you want to be stressed, and look at it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings me to another uh, little tool that some people do like this, where you you set an amount of time, like you set a little timer, and you you worry, you worry, you worry for as long as you can for that five or ten minutes. <laughs> And, mm-hmm. you know, and you just said it. Some people like to do that because then they try to get it all. They just try to get it all out and say, OK, this is my time to worry. I'm going to get it all out. And then, I'm, you know, I won't worry the rest of the day. And whether they do or they don't, they've at least tried to kind of do it in that time frame. That's um, very interesting. I, yeah. yeah, that's it's a great idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and using <laughs> really humor, is. too, like humor, you know, I mean, stress release with um, laughing. I think laughing and you might know this, you probably maybe know this better, but like laughing, um, it adds, I think it adds to your immunity, like, I don't know, it's something like four, it might be like 24 hours, again, don't quote me, but it it boosts your immune system, whereas anger um, and rage and those emotions um, decrease or weaken your immune system. And is acidic on your body. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, and we all know how good laughing feels. So it's like spending time with people that you like, spending time with friends, um, you know, spending time with people that you enjoy being with because laughing is a huge stress release. And um, so distractions, another big one, just distracting yourself from whatever it is you're obsessing about. I got to distract, you know, even if that means turning on the TV and watching a program or, you know, just to get out of your head. I think the goal with anxiety and stress is getting out of your head. You got to get out of your head because if you're in your head, it's and it's not putting you someplace that you want to be, which for most of us, it doesn't. Then, you know, um, you need to you need to give it, you know, break away from it for a little while. All wonderful, wonderful tools and ideas. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Janine, to that? You've been so helpful. I, I love listening to you. Oh, thank you. No, I love chatting with you, too. Well, um, you're our I, Zen lady. Yeah, I, <laughs> I try. <laughs> I try. Um, counting is another one. And, again, it might sound silly, but, like, you, you know, you're, you can't your, – your brain is just taking off and it's going in 50 different directions. You can do the deep breathing, absolutely. But even counting. I'm going to count to, like, 200. You know, we do this with our kids sometimes. You count sheep or whatever. Mm-hmm. You go to sleep, count sheep. You know, and I've done this, you know, with my – Son before, I say, okay, count to, you know, 100. I counted to 100. Okay, count to 300. I counted to three. And then, you know, count to 500. Sometimes you really have to up it. And it doesn't always doesn't always work because um, one time he said, I counted to, you know, whatever he counted to. It was over 500. And he's like, I'm still not asleep, you know. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that, you know, that's another kind of distraction that you can try to okay. use. And, um, but, yeah, I mean... I don't know if there's anything else. And getting professional help. I mean, you know, if, if you're, right. uh, yeah, if you're, if it's really debilitating because anxiety and chronic anxiety can be debilitating. It affects, you know, your relationships, your work, your school. Um, it can really interfere with your life. And if it is interfering with aspects of your life and it's hard to manage, then you can absolutely get help for that, you know. Which, and, and 
how how easy or difficult are do you find that because of course with mental health issues that we're seeing you know the gun shootings that we're seeing mm. all the violence around the country that we see on a daily mm-hmm. basis now mm-hmm. it's it's really ridiculous mm-hmm. um but it's you know goes back to obviously mental health issues and that's mm-hmm. I, I feel like i could have you oh. on for many 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 sessions here <laughs> there's so much to talk about there there is and we'll get back to the news thing in a second but go ahead but you know talking about that um when it, I've kind of lost my train of thought here. Um, we were talking about how that affects. Oh, I know what I was going to ask. How do we? Are you finding that people are not having the act? Like we know that you're out there, a professional like yourself mm-hmm. is out there. But how hard is it for people to get the access to that? Is it is it more difficult than we think it is? Or? I think it can be. I think it can be challenging. I mean, I hear from a lot of people. You know, I've called you know five different places and they have wait lists, or I couldn't, I didn't hear back from them. And I, it is, it's a lot harder than I'd like it to be for people. It should be much easier, and that's a whole other. Again, a whole other a whole other issue, a whole about, other time about thing. funding and about what's available, and that our schools need more. And they try and they do absolutely the best that they can too with, with what, what they, they have, can. absolutely. But there, there's a need for much more um, because if somebody wants help, they should be able to get help. You know, so um, it's not impossible. It's just I think you gotta, you know, from what I've and from what I my people tell me, it's like it's usually it takes a little while to find somebody. You know, it can. Yeah. So, um, but don't let that discourage you either because, you know, there there are plenty of great professionals out there and sometimes it just takes, sometimes you get lucky and, you know, you find somebody you connect with. Sometimes it takes a few times. Sometimes it takes a little while. But. So in, in a case where somebody is, is in desperate need of, of help and let's, like you said, and, and I, I, I understand that firsthand, you know, um, they tell you, okay, you need, you you know, it's an eight to ten week waiting list, blah, 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 et cetera. And are there... I know that crisis centers. centers. Yes, yes, there are definitely crisis centers. Um, I don't have my info with me, but even if you were to, you know, Google it, there's local crisis centers that um, service particular areas. So Wilmington, I think, might be the Lowell Crisis Center. But there's basically there's a list of all the crisis centers and their catchment areas that they service. So if you were really having an extremely hard time and you needed immediate help, you, you know, you call one of those places or you show up in the emergency room if you need to. Okay. Um, you know, so, um, and then at the emergency room, they would have a, you know, a crisis person kind of evaluate you and see, and maybe that will get you in quicker if you've been to a crisis center and they can get you in the door and you're faster. In a, real, in a real state. Right. Okay. That's another, I used to do that work too, where, you know, you do those evaluations to see if people need to be hospitalized and that type of thing. And, you know, that's, uh, that's available to people, which is a good service to have. All right. Um, but the news, no news, you know, the news is like, I'm not going to tell people what to do, whoever's listening, but the news can create so much extra added unnecessary anxiety. Yes. Sometimes you have to do, sometimes I do. I just turn it off. It's yep. like, this is too depressing to right. watch. I need to stop because it's right. just, especially with what, you know, the atmosphere is mm-hmm. lately, mm. it's it's just toxic. It is toxic. Some people don't seem to mind it, you know, to each their own. But if you're having kids that are coming in with anxiety and, you know, if the, if the parents say, oh yeah, well, the TV's on all the time. Well, that's an easy solution, you know, because they're hearing, the kids are hearing all the bad stuff mm-hmm. and shut the news off and watch it. Maybe if you want to watch it, don't watch it, you know, with the kids. Right. Because right. they don't need to hear all that stuff. No, it, it's, it's, yeah, it definitely, I, I feel like it can definitely be 
mm-hmm. a, a depressor. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, they don't focus on the good stuff. No, you know? they don't. That, the good, very well. They, they, if you notice, the good pieces are always the very last piece of the news. Right. And by the way, right. we have this happy right. moment after right. all this depressing after, information. After that you're we're defeated. After you feel a little kicked and below, you know, and down, but oh yay, we got this one. I mean, I like that they do have the the good stuff, but you notice they always put it at the very end. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and and people, you know, if people know that that's a sensitive thing for them, they can take responsibility and they can do something, you know, about that and not participate in watching it, you know, which absolutely. is absolutely. So yeah, no, I think that's. Well, I don't know if there's anything else. No, it's but, pretty good. But thank you know, thank you for. Oh having my gosh! Me. This you know what? So fun. Thank you so much, Gene. I really, really appreciate this it. So um, the information is incredibly useful, and I'm sure, and I hope the listeners got as much of it out of it as I did. Um, so you know, I want to thank everybody for joining me today. Thank you so much, Gene, for joining me. Thank I you. cannot wait because <laughs> you've just given me fodder for the brain of different <laughs> things that we can do together, and, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you'll be a guest again. I, I would love. Love to have you um, because it's a a really important piece of health and Mm -hmm. and especially today's it's more apropos than ever. Um, So I want to thank you for joining me today on Quick Health Concepts and listening in. Um, I want coming to you from the wonderful WCTV Wilmington Community Television. Please, everybody. Try not to stress. I know it's hard, and um, you know, but the the holidays are meant for joy and family and love. So happy mm-hmm. holidays, everybody, and have a great season.